0: Stand by passengers, see me at the podium here city center. Rev Lounge is a travel
1: and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the
0: best places to travel and things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to
2: the Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Laura and I'm here today with Monique. Welcome everyone. We're very excited today because it's kind of a girl's show. We just have girls here today, so we're missing Tyler. Girls rule. Yep, we got my good friend Alex here with us and her little baby, so Aurora may be making...
0: She's one years old and she's super cute. Yeah, so
2: she's... We got a girl's show today. But welcome, Alex. Thank you, guys. I'm really excited to be here. So exciting news. We had a big number... (laughs) It's a big number. We had ten thousand downloads, which is super crazy.
0: Yeah, not to correct you, ten thousand six.
2: Oh, it's ten thousand six now. <laughs> yes, I was so excited. I checked it out. That's a ton. That is a ton. That's yeah, awesome. That's thank you
0: very much for listening.
2: Yes, thank you, everyone that's downloaded and listened and told friends and uh-huh. please rate us and review us. Yeah, Let us God. know
0: what you like because we want to keep going.
2: Oh, so before we really get into girls' talk, I want to hear about Laura's Instagram story because. You posted about seeing some coins, or if you want to tell us about your... The coins. Yeah. Okay, so th- this last trip I was on, I was
0: working first class. When I went into the first class lab to wash my hands, I noticed there was a quarter and a penny laying on the floor very close to the toilet. And I looked at that, and I thought, yeah, who's going to pick that up? And the lavatory floor was wet. Hmm. <laughs> We don't know exactly what the mysterious liquid was on there, but there was a mysterious liquid. And I'm like, whoa, what's that? So I saw the I saw the coins. Next time I went back in to wash my hands again, because yes, we do wash our hands, I saw the coins still there, and I thought, okay, that's driving me crazy. So every time a passenger left the lavatory, I went in there and looked to make sure the coins were still there, because I want to know who would pick up those coins. And yeah. so the whole flight, well, it was a long flight, too, from Phoenix um, to D.C., I kept checking it out, but... When we landed, the coins were still there. Nobody picked them up on wow. that filthy floor. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Yeah, but it was it made a great crew van story because we all talked about it in the crew van, and the pilots were
2: like, "Oh, we saw those." <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe just pennies I would ignore, but a quarter maybe a little tempting.
0: So a person on Instagram dm me and said, "Oh, I always pick up pennies whenever I find them, but I don't think I'd pick up that penny." <laughs> <laughs>
2: We have
1: an agent at the airport where that's what she does on her like free time. She'll just go around the gate areas and pick up coins. And then last year, was it two years ago? She bought everybody Panda Express or something, but she like treated everybody to a meal from all the coins that she's collected over the year and a half.
0: That was pretty cool. I think that's really cool. Was that Tessie?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So when I worked for Prospect, I remember in Salt Lake, someone had glued a quarter to the floor on the concourse. So we would sit and watch how many people would bend down and just try to like get it off, but they couldn't. People bend down for quarters. Yeah, so they bend down trying to get that quarter off the ground. That's pretty funny. So what's the weirdest thing you guys have found, like on an airplane or? you want me
1: to go first? Yeah. Uh, Well, I work a lot of international inbounds because right now we just go back and forth to Mexico. So of course, a lot of passports. I have to go back a lot for those, but oh gosh, (laughs) the most important thing to
2: take off the plane with you, right? (laughs) Passports,
1: wallets, and cell phones, I feel like are the most common items that I have to go back and search for. But the other day I had this elderly lady and she had this just overflowing purse of things. Well, she had the wheelchair pusher bring her back to the gate because she couldn't find her And so Prospect was trying to figure out, I mean, they're a bunch of young kids. They're trying to figure out, what is a billfold? What is this lady missing? (laughs) I thought it was the funniest thing. So I went down and I I did find it. It was, of course, this huge, packed giant wallet. And then next to that, I found this box with a necklace and earrings in it. So I was like, this has to be hers as well, because her purse is just overflowing with things. So I She's found lo- losing this, everything, losing everything. Yeah. So I ended up finding her giant billfold, which
0: oh my you know, I just thought it was so
1: funny that the like young kid did, had, had no idea what a what, billfold is. A <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm aging myself now. Like, oh, man. And then, uh, yeah, so I found these jewelry pieces that she had left behind, too, and she was traveling with another elderly lady, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you found those. Oh, you would have been so mad about your, like, if you lost that. So, yeah, that was the most recent thing I found. That's crazy.
0: When I see people with overflowing purses like that, I always give them one of our little gray market sacks so that they can pack their extra
2: stuff in it so that that doesn't happen. Oh, that's nice. So then they show up to the next gate with three items. Oh, you're right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, you can have this money. <laughs> There's the gate agent's point of view. <laughs> but that is nice, though, yeah, because they at least keep it together on the plane. Uh-huh.
0: My, the funniest thing I ever, well, I had a guy, and we were all in the back alley. It was after service, and we were all standing around the back alley, and this guy comes back, and he looks really sheepish. And he comes back, and he has this funny look on his face, and he goes, hey, i got to tell you something. i got to admit something. I'm like, what? And he goes, I brought my ferret on board my ferret my pet ferret it's tame but i brought him in my bag and i put it underneath the seat and he chewed a hole in it and he's out oh my gosh i don't know where my ferret is he's not gonna bite anyone and so i'm like okay he goes i need to find the ferret i go wait you know what you and i let's just stand right here so we stood in the last row i said face forward and take a look because in just a few moments we're gonna find that ferret he goes we are but just by standing here i go just wait just wait Two seconds later, these ladies ch- jumping up out of their seats ah, 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 because the ferrets running between their legs, <laughs> sure, uh, touching their legs. <laughs> and
1: They're
2: like, wow Yeah, not expecting that.
0: No, 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 no.
2: So, but he had it like zipped up in his yes, bag, it was going in a zipper bag, through. so aye, aye, he aye. just chewed right. Well, it was an nylon. But yeah. I mean, still, though, like that poor ferret, though, had been just like stuck in there, probably didn't have much oxygen. Like, yeah, there's no, no she, like
0: air holes. Yeah. No, she just chewed his way
2: out. <laughs> I'm free,
0: free. And yeah. <laughs> you can see the passengers jumping up in the seats. <laughs> it's funny. Just a wave as <laughs> so you make your yeah. way towards the back.
2: <laughs> so, one recently was so I was working down an international recheck, and we had a flight come in from Guadalajara just the other day. And this girl's standing there with this giant bag of tortilla chips. So I didn't find it, but I did think it was kind of funny. That was like, can you imagine going on the plane and be like, no one touch me? Because if you smash my chips, I'm going to be so <laughs> <No. laughs> And then she like, not- you wouldn't want to put them in the overhead bin because no. they could get smashed. So yeah, did she like gently put them under her seat? Or she just hold them in her hand and be like, What's it? yeah. What's that? Yeah. Who brings those back? She brought a giant bag of tortilla must chips. must be really good chips. That's what I was That's thinking. Big. I was like, I bet those are amazing <laughs> chips. Uh, oh. All right. So Alex, why don't you tell us about how you got into the airline industry?
1: Yeah, so I moved to Phoenix after college. I moved out here and kind of went through some retail jobs and my aunt actually works at O'Hare. And she's been there for like thirty—I don't know—eight years now. And so she's like
2: number one on the senior. No, it's pretty
1: close. Pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> she has like the best job. She dispatches the international planes that transfer from Terminal Five to Terminal Three. So she just like meets empty planes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, she loves it. That's so a she's job. Yeah, she has it like the like best my job.
2: You don't talk to anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's she's that's just that's like, the person who has that's a couple of dead jetways,
1: Meet the empty planes. It's great. Uh, so anyway, she was like, "Oh, they're hiring in Phoenix um, in reservations, and I think at the airport as well, because you know the." merger was coming up and so all these things were in motion and she's like they're hiring you should apply and so I was like okay that makes sense you know my family's all back in the Midwest I'm moved out to Phoenix after college with my boyfriend at the time now he's my husband but Yeah. We were like, okay, let's do this. So I applied, I think I applied to two different positions and I ended up getting the one in reservations, which was interesting. It takes a very, (laughs) very special human to stay in reservations. I Um, I agree with that one. Yeah. So it, it was okay starting out. I mean, I met a lot of great people. I still am friends with some of those people to this day, but I was doing by like the second year of reservations, I was doing anything and everything I could to put myself on transfer lists, to go to the airport, to do anything else in the same industry and then i ended up getting a job with elevate it was a tdy so there was a temporary duty assignment okay elevate is what elevate was a customer service training that they had across our whole workforce system so they had like ramp airport flight attendants and they also had mechanics there which was really cool did they have pilots I don't know the pilots. Somehow they got out of it. I don't know how they. They're like ended you up. can't pay us enough. <laughs> to you go just to got those. them out of that something. Yeah, the pilots. I I didn't have any pilots that I I don't think they were
2: okay. okay so just or, or were they you. not invited? Oh, <laughs> <that's all right. laughs>
1: yeah. They said like customer facing, and I guess the pilots got out of that somehow. <laughs> but yeah, it was a whole customer service initiative, and so it was really, really a cool experience. Where it was I don't know five or six months I think where I can I was, see you in that. Yeah, it was fun. So I not only did like the table facilitating because we we broke out into like little tables of groups, but I also did the room facilitating. So I was like the leader kind of keeping everybody oh, on you track. Were?
0: Oh yeah, it was fun. <laughs> they had to be hardball sometimes because we I took elevate
1: Yeah, so I only did the first year. I didn't do the second year because the second year I got the transfer to the airport. So I was like, okay, Elevate or airport. The airport is more permanent. I'm going to take the airport transfer. But I bet you ate better at Elevate
0: because they had catered food. They had catered food.
1: Oh, it was, yeah, because it was at a hotel offsite. And the first year that we did it, the trainers, instead of being stuck in your city that you uh, lived in, you could transfer every month to a different city. So like oh, one wow. uh, one month I was in Philadelphia, one month I was in Chicago, one month I was in Dallas, one month I actually spent five weeks in London, which was five super weeks? cool. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. But yeah, Elevate was very, very cool. And I met a lot of great people across the system. I learned a lot. And I think the best part of that was the different work groups that were all there, because I think everybody kind of learned more from each other with that as well. But yeah, so that was, and then after Elevate, I was at the airport, took
0: my transfer to the airport, and I've been there ever since. Hey, when you were in reservations, did you work with our friend uh, Jen Yarbrough? yes oh she's so nice
1: yeah she's so nice you know she's my boss now i heard that i heard she came <laughs> to the airport yes, yes she's great
0: i i loved her in reservations
1: and i'm really glad that she made her way over to the airport
0: i'm glad she's with our group too i saw her the other day and she goes oh i was just listening to you this morning <laughs> oh she's listening to it. <laughs> yeah, she's listening she, my voice yeah, she's
1: been a guest on here before yeah yeah yeah. i love her and yeah i've i've uh, worked some flights where she and her husband flew out they were non-revving
0: so i've gotten to see her a couple times but it's been a while yeah, I feel like Justin and I are pretty good
2: friends on Twitter. Is That sounds silly, <laughs> but I, I hate. he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. They're they're great. Yeah, she was one of the good ones over at Res. Yeah. yeah. We liked her. Mm-hmm. So you said you got to travel around to go to some different cities and stuff. So where was your favorite?
1: Uh, oh,
0: London.
1: London. London
2: was definitely the coolest, I think, just because...
1: You know, five weeks there where you're put up in a hotel and... Who did your laundry? The hotel, actually. Yes! Oh, so. really? They did it for you? Like, Well, were- we, I had to go do it, but they oh, had, okay. like, coined laundry in the hotel. So that was at least nice where we could go do it in the... like that, On the main floor, they had a little... They were tiny. The rooms were tiny. Everything was way smaller than America. But, uh, yeah, I was there for five weeks. So my husband came out and spent a week with us, and we got to go see a bunch of different museums and stuff like that because... The job was Monday through Thursday because it was a two-day training. So it was like four 10-hour days was kind of how they used it. So we had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to explore and kind of do stuff. So if people didn't go home for the weekend, obviously in London, you're not going to go home for the weekend. You're going to stay there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So my parents also came out for a week. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they got business class both ways. So that's like the best part of this job is just being able to treat your family to, you know, business class, something that they wouldn't normally get to do.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, that was really, really cool that I got
1: to. Yes, Yes. they got got the lay flat seats. I know you guys talk a lot (laughs) about the
0: lay flat. I tried to to teach Tyler and Mo that it's (laughs) pods. We call them pods. pods. But, but you know, lay flat is very descriptive.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. My parents. That was like I think the first time that they ever had lay flat seats. Oh, good. So isn't that nice? It was so cool. Yeah. And now I think my my dad is very sad that I'm going to be
0: choosing another but path. Your and... wings are getting clipped. That's right, what wings. Mo said. Yeah. yeah. Mo said, "Oh, you yeah. know what? Her wings are getting clipped." I go, "It's cold there." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> nice. I'm like, okay, it's cold.
1: I think this weekend they have like a negative thirty wind chill. I'm like, oh that no. Terrible.
2: Oh, you could get jump on the ramp. Dangerous, <laughs> dangerous. right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So my dad is definitely like really sad, but also excited because, you know, now that he has a grandbaby, it's his only grandbaby so far. so, so So he's excited to have her closer, but... He, at first, when I told him that we were talking about moving back, he's like, absolutely not. You can't quit your job. <laughs> That's
0: I, I want to start retiring, and I want to fly. <laughs> well, Mo cried when Tyler t- bumped her off I, his I bed. I cried, yeah. and I
2: think I went into a depression, like a state of depression. Oh, I, I <laughs> I I've, I've so gone sad. through all the emotions already. I think I'm Aww. finally coming
1: to acceptance. But
2: yeah, when we first started talking about it, I
1: mean, when COVID happened, my husband went remote. And so... That's ever since then. He's like, I want to move back to the Midwest. I want to move back to the Midwest. And then we had our daughter, and we're like, okay, now we kind of need family. It's a little bit easier. Spread the love. <laughs> and, and you don't, you
0: never know. You know, we could open up there. Yeah, know, and you could come back. Hopefully, that yeah. would be
1: super cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, Madison is like an hour and fifteen minutes away. Dubuque is the other small airport that's like forty-five minutes the other direction. I really just don't want to get rehired with the smaller. Affiliate and start from the bottom all over, yeah. especially with that long of a commute, it just doesn't make yeah. sense. So, i to try the stay at home mom life
2: for a while. And well, it's yeah, <laughs> especially in the winter, commuting in that weather for yeah, it's not, she wouldn't be it, able to make it some days, it'd be tough, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: not really in the cards, but yeah,
0: for moving back and and clipping my wings of this, Aww. it is definitely like heartbreaking. <laughs> well, I am, um, I heard that the three of you, you and your husband, and your daughter went to Mexico we did yeah so <laughs> we want to talk about your trip to mexico okay
1: <laughs> so we went to cancun and my parents have a timeshare. there so they go all the time but and that's a long flight yes from phoenix it is a long flight Wait,
2: about five hours from phoenix from
1: here to cancun it's like four but coming back it's five because okay. of the jet stream so <laughs> going there was fine we bought our tickets because we all wanted to get there around the same time and showed up everything was great well halfway through the trip we were there for a week i started getting kind of a sore throat and i was like okay well whatever you know it could be the constant humidity you know phoenix is super dry i don't know what's going on so i started not feeling super great and we had three rooms so it was my mom and dad and we had a presidential with them so me and my husband and aurora were in the other room and then my brother and his girlfriend also came and they had a third room separate from us and by the end of the week you have to c- to back into the United States you have to test negative within 24 hours of coming back from COVID and that's their like protocol right now. Well, I tested positive, oh. my mom tested positive, and my brother tested positive.
0: <laughs> oh. One from every room. Oh. <laughs> just one. <laughs> one. That makes no sense.
1: I know. That's why I was like this is so bizarre. I don't uh, the I don't know. This whole thing is very bizarre. But
2: anyways, we had to follow the rules. So, well yeah, it's even like you said one from every room. It's not even like the- Bedmates, yeah no because that's what you would think like you're right next to each other breathing on each other would be the ones to get it but anyway it was just very bizarre (laughs) so very close family Uh, wink 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 wink.
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so we uh, had to like after we got our test they were like okay you need to go back to your rooms and pack up your bags and you're we're gonna send you to the like quarantine rooms for the night so that way you're separated from the rest of the negative testers And
2: (laughs) The negative group. (laughs)
1: All the people that tested negative because, you you know, you want to kind of separate. I'm like, we've been together all week. This is so, so bizarre. Anyways, whatever. We'll follow the rules. So they were super nice. The resort, they said we could stay up to five days in quarantine at no cost to us. I mean, we just (gasps) ordered room service. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they were super great about it. I mean, their protocol. I mean, they're following... What they have to do. Yeah. So yeah, they were very accommodating. But we ended up my mom and I went into one room and then my brother went into another and we were like video chatting and just like, Hey, what are you doing? We're super bored. <laughs> so <laughs> So that night, and then they said, Do you want to test again tomorrow morning? Because you can only do one test a day. And our flight back to Phoenix isn't until four forty-five at night. So I was like, Yes, I wanna test again tomorrow morning because I wanna try and get on that flight with my husband and my baby. I'm not going to try and have him fly by himself or it's a five hour flight. Like that's a sounds, baby with a baby. And she's been teething all week. So she's just not exactly the happiest baby. <laughs> See,
2: I think I would have been the opposite of like, no, I, I I'll wait. We I should probably quarantine. Sure, yeah. I better make sure everyone's safe. I'll do it tomorrow. I can drink a quarantine. <laughs> yeah. <I> better, <laughs> right. Yeah. I've got five days. <laughs> Let's make sure everyone's safe.
1: Uh, yeah. So I ended up just barely, like we, we tested again the next morning. And my mom and I, because we were in the same room, I think the guy that came and tested us was like, okay, you're you're still positive. But my line was so faint, and he, had, he first told me I was negative. And oh. then he tested my mom, and hers came back a little stronger, and he's like, okay, you should probably stay here one more night just because she's still so positive. And I'm like, okay, oh. I guess. So my husband and my baby <laughs> flew back on the flight by themselves. <laughs> And they they non riff back, so they got a whole row. It wasn't a full flight, so they had some room, which was good. But she cried, (laughs) majority of the flight. I think he said it was the worst flight. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she was really good on the way there, but coming back, she was not a happy camper. Or so I was told.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so all of us moms out there. Are like <laughs>
1: yeah. So I spent another night in Cancun <laughs> with my mom, just hanging out. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't leave the room, but we had a balcony, so you know, we just hung out in the room for a while. Watch we watched Emily in Paris on Netflix, which is a really nice show to binge. It's you know thirty minute episodes. Have you seen it yet?
2: I haven't seen it. No. I heard it's good. It's
1: really good. If you you guys, I highly recommend it. Not promoting that, but oh, yeah. <laughs> highly recommend. It. It's very good. We're not a sponsor unless <laughs> Netflix
2: wants to sponsor us. Yes,
0: we'll you if you want did. to, you should.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then the next morning, so the day after I was supposed to leave, they come back in and test again. And this morning we had all showered. My mom and I showered, so we like weren't in our robes anymore. We looked like we were ready to go, and uh, we both got negative results oh, that good. morning. So yeah, I had to wait. Of course, they came at like ten o'clock in the morning. My flight again is at four forty-five in the evening. So there was first class on it, which was really nice.
2: Wait, so oh. you got first class coming back? Class coming back. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that is, I love that.
1: And my parents, or my mom and my brother, I put him on my passes a while ago, so he flew as a D three with my mom the following day. She's like, "We're just going to spend one more night here. Why not?" And we're going to fly out at six a.m. the next morning. And um, they ended up going through Dallas to get back to Madison because originally their tickets were only to Chicago and then my family all drove oh. back up so my mom's like forget that we're not going to go use our credit we're just going to non-rev and use that credit another time because they had tickets yeah so yeah they non-revved back to Madison they got first class to Dallas and they serve a meal on that flight so my wow. mom and this is my first time that my brother who's five years younger than me had ever been in first class oh. so he got like a really nice like experience as well which I'm was cool. so excited <laughs> and then yeah first class from Dallas to Madison too not that that's as exciting, but yeah, the, yeah. the, the it's Cancun really fun. to Dallas yeah. flight, they got
0: first class, which was That's really a nice, nice gift that you gave your family.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the benefits obviously are the, the part I'm going to miss the most because it is a really nice, like you said, a gift yeah. to, to treat them. And for my mom to fly from Madison to Phoenix as a D2P, like as a parent, I think it's only like $25 oh, in yeah. coach to non-rev. Like, you can't beat that. No,
2: no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say too, some of the best benefits is the upgrades. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Because like, you can buy cheap tickets on Frontier, Spirit, or whatever, but you don't get the first-class experience like you do a lot of times when you non not have your own airline. Mm-hmm. So how was it getting a passport for the little one? Because she's only one.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad, actually. I didn't do the passport here, so last year, part of the reason why I'm, I've come to terms with losing my benefits is... We had to go back to Wisconsin so much in the last two years with, I mean, with COVID and everything, most of our travels just been back home because my brother got married last year. So we were back for the bridal shower, the bachelorette party, and the wedding uh, for my sister-in-law. So, yeah, because I use most of this travel for going back and forth to Wisconsin, I was like, okay, if I'm there, what do I truly need these benefits for. I could be a peasant and buy a ticket at this point. You know, I don't do that much travel other than just to go back home. Um, So with her passport, we actually did it when we were back home in Wisconsin at a smaller post office. So we didn't have to wait in quite a line like some of the Phoenix post offices have. Nice. So, yeah, it was a lot easier, actually. It did take a while. I think we sent it in at the end of June, and we didn't get it until middle
2: of October. Okay. So Did they question... Your Husband taking her home alone?
1: No, actually, like, what he happened didn't to her say mom? Anything. Yeah, I didn't ask that. Well, they did have like an interviewer because in Mexico, at least in the Cancun airport, they have like a, a guy, I think it says interviewer on the back of his jacket. Oh, really? And he just like hangs out at the gates and he'll come around and check your passport, make sure that you have that little um, Mexico yeah. form that they give yeah. you when you enter the country. Okay, he'll just ask you a couple questions like, Are you just going home? Like, What's your final destination? and he actually remembered my husband and my daughter from the day before because he looked at my passport and he saw my last name and he's like oh I think I saw your husband yesterday I'm like yep <laughs> yep it's like oh your daughter's super cute <laughs> thanks so yeah they weren't really I mean as far as I know I don't think he got questioned about traveling by himself with an infant
2: oh, I just remember I feel like in reservations getting questions about having to have like a notarized letter saying like you can take my kid out of the country of or you think you can travel out like i do remember that too like that yeah and yourselves. i'm
1: surprised maybe just going back because she has maybe a u.s he's passport back. going back or to the if u.s he's just like,
2: like wife has covid like you know <laughs> yeah. she has to stay
1: i'm sure
0: they have to be a little more lenient th- i mean with the way that things are these days with travel wow that really sounds like an adventure do you have another fun or crazy adventure while you were non-revving Well, you know, non
1: revving back and forth to Wisconsin
0: or Chicago in general. Sometimes
1: I've had to, because the Madison-Chicago flight is canceled so much, I've had to take buses back and forth, back and forth from Chicago to Madison or vice versa. But getting back from Chicago, when flights were full... There's a lot of creative ways that you can do that to get back to Phoenix because a lot of times the non-stops are full. So I've had to go through San Diego. I've had to go through... So you go like Chicago, San Diego, and then San Diego, Phoenix? Yeah. Oh. I've gone through Palm Springs. I've gone through St. Louis a lot because that was one of our like bigger hubs. Um, so oh, that really? Was a, yeah. St. Louis. I didn't know St. Louis was a good they one. They changed yeah. the routing. So there's not as good of a connection anymore, but St. Louis was a good option back in the day. And yeah, when I one time could not get out of Chicago to go non-stop to Phoenix, I ended up trying my best to like route anywhere I could. So it was getting later in the day and I was like, oh, El Paso looks so good. And the connection to El Paso, I think there was like, I don't know, eight or nine seats. So I was like, okay, this should be okay. Well, by the time I got to El Paso, flight filled up. El Paso closes at night, so I can't stay in the airport. Can't spend the night. Can't spend the night. They were like,
2: you guys all got to go.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> so I had to go get a hotel. And I mean, you just walk right out and there's like nothing in El Paso. It's pretty small. Oh. but
2: <laughs> And you don't know anyone in El Paso? <laughs>
1: don't know anybody in El Paso. So I had to get a hotel. But yeah, uh, I think Reno closes at night. My husband had to spend the night like by the ticket counter at Reno one time when he was trying to get to Chicago. <laughs> The
0: things we do for non-rev, yeah,
1: non uh huh? It's crazy. So, yeah, always remember which airports close. So <laughs> Do not let you spend El Paso that closes. El Paso and Reno. and Reno are two that I know for sure do not open all night.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's. What I used to use Albuquerque was a really good connection from Dallas and Phoenix. So oh, yeah. I, I connected through Albuquerque multiple times to get back to Phoenix. So yeah, you kind of learn what are those good hopper Mm -hmm. cities or things like that to use but
0: yeah chicago's crazy i I, one time my daughter and i had to spend the night in the chicago airport and she was when she was young not as young as aurora but she was like in her teens i've had to spend
1: the night multiple times in the chicago (laughs) Chicago airport airport. (laughs) yeah they have some nice like lounger benches they're kind of curved but you can actually lay down you know in phoenix they're all barred so you can't lay down very comfortably but in chicago they do have a nice little like, bench you can lay down in one area.
0: Oh, that that was when I was working for America West Airlines, and they would always put pillows and blankets behind the podium Aww. for the people that had to... That's for the so nice. That, uh-huh. Wasn't that nice? Yeah. For the non revs that had to spend the night in the airport.
1: Oh, I had to spend the night in Salt Lake City one time, and uh, I remember there was, like, a little bench behind one of the podiums. It didn't have a blanket and a pillow, but at least Dang. it was a little bench.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've slept in Salt Lake before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember between... It was, like, G1 or G2, yeah, they had, like... Without armrests.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 So. I it, yeah. I think it, it's like. A pretty it popular moves, spot but to yeah. sleep. Yeah. yeah. G one. <laughs> I
2: think. <laughs> uh, well, I just flew out of or flew into San Francisco a couple months ago when I got stuck, and I remember thinking yeah. this is a place to get stuck. Like, if you have to sleep there, because oh, San Francisco's they have a nice airport. Really nice, like cushy benches. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So my husband had a pretty bad experience recently where I got the last seat, and we were traveling with my daughter at the time. I got the last seat on the nonstop from Madison back to Phoenix, and. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he had to try and find any way. I mean, it was a morning flight, so he had all day to try to figure out how to get out of Madison. So he ended up getting to Chicago, and then everything from Chicago to Phoenix was completely full. Ugh. So he just waited, waited, waited all day. Ended up spending the night in Chicago. And then the next day... he In the airport? In the airport, oh. yeah. So he had been there all day. And then the next day, everything was full again to Phoenix. He was like, okay, what can I do to get out of here? So he saw a flight to Denver that was open, and then Denver-Phoenix looked pretty good as well. So he went to Denver... And then he gets there, and the Denver Phoenix flight cancels.
0: Oh (laughs) no! Ridiculous.
1: (laughs) So this is like day two of him trying to travel, and uh, we ended up buying him a ticket on another airline from Denver to Phoenix. That flight gets delayed. (laughs) Oh. So he was in denver almost all day it's
0: like that nightmare where you're trying to get home and you can never get home you know when you sleep yeah, yeah. he was just
1: so spent he was like i just want to get home what's going on we even bought a ticket and now we're delayed and stuck here so he finally did end up getting back to phoenix 11 p.m that next night so we oh. got to madison at like 6 a.m the day before so he spent basically all day the night in chicago and then basically all day in denver so 30 hours <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think when you're non nerving sometimes you have you can't complain too much because like it's free. But when you've bought a ticket after that long, I'd be so done. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You don't get to be delayed. No. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, because the flight from Phoenix to Denver, I think it was like wide open. There was like sixty some at least open seats. So he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm (gasps) going to get home. It'll be great." And then it canceled. It was just like (laughs) (laughs) the straw
0: that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So can we loop back around real quick? I've got a question about Elevate. Okay. So you talked about being able to see and work with all the different work groups Mm -hmm. besides the pilots. Was there one group that was more annoying than others? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she worked with all of them, Laura. All right. That's true. (laughs) I wouldn't say like more
1: annoying than others, but... I mean, the mechanics definitely did not want to be there. They did not see why they needed to be there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and a lot of them are like older men. So they're just like, why am I here?
2: Well, and they really don't have customer facing.
1: No, if anything, they, they see the customers for like, you know, if a plane is fully boarded and we call maintenance out, then they'll see them. But otherwise, these are there. They
2: come in and out of the flight deck during boarding. Yeah, that's well, was, true. As a passenger, when I see that yellow vest, I go, "Oh, this is not good." Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they're still there. Outside. Yeah, usually I'm like, "Oh crap!" Especially if they're carrying around a silver thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or duct
1: tape. Yeah,
2: <laughs> speed tape <It> fixes
1: everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So they were probably the ones that were like the not not very
2: enthused to be there,
1: but everybody, everybody overall was a good sport about it.
2: Okay, so one other question. So you were in London for five weeks. Mm-hmm. Did you come back with a little bit of an accent?
1: No. <laughs> okay. That would have been cool, though.
2: Did you say cheers a lot?
1: Um. No, I feel like I, I stayed pretty American overall. But it was really cool because uh, in London, they had all the people come from like their reservation center that's over there. And then they had like all the different like contractors that were in all the oh, okay. other countries that we fly to. So that was really cool to kind of see everyone else's point of view as to how they are operating i guess
2: versus what we do in the u.s because be a little bit very international rules yeah when they work those big guys over there too like the big planes yeah all yeah. of them have like yeah yeah i don't think they seven, have eight. a lot of yeah planes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like so when we deal with people we deal with 300 of them yeah
1: Hmm. well and i think when you get delayed in uh europe isn't there some sort of a rule where like if it's a certain enough long enough delay they like put you up and they give you like vouchers. There's like more rules. Uh, even if it's weather, I think. I think I so. I think, yeah. yeah, I think they're a lot better about that,
2: that. Yeah, I think they have better policies as to taking care of passengers <laughs> with delays. <laughs> yeah, I think in America we're very much like if it's not us, don't no, don't look at us. Like we, it's weather. Yeah, we can't control the weather.
1: Yep, not our fault. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Interesting. All right, so I was just going to tell one of my favorite stories of working with you. <laughs> is we were when covid was real bad and like no one was flying the airport was so empty it was so oh, dead. It was scary
1: empty like yeah walking like through flights and were leaving out nobody. with like
2: more crew than passengers you remember being like like eight souls on board and six of those are crew or things like that and so it was really empty and we were working in la flight and i think it was booked to like eight or nine passengers was it And so we were down at the clear, the very end, like low B's, like B-14 or something like that.
1: We were, yeah, at the very end of the concourse.
2: (laughs) And we boarded up. I think our friend Chuck, I think was even working with us. And I think we called people up like by name, like invited them to board. (laughs) And then we got a call from the ticket counter and was like, we've got someone trying to check in down here. Like, can we let him go? And we were like, we've got 30 minutes. Pretty sure sure they'll make it. There's nobody (laughs) in security. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, send them up. So anyway, so... uh, we're waiting for them. We know they're coming up because they're checking them in downstairs. And anyway, so we started putting on the song Final Countdown. <laughs> on our phones but then we like put it through the speaker so the whole concourse was playing the final countdown <laughs> so it was like, the final countdown Ooh. yeah <laughs> and so this person he was like running down the concourse like,
1: we're like you don't need to run it's okay yeah, we, we, you'll make it but we're. we were
2: on the PA going run Bob run <laughs> <laughs> but we, I said it was so funny because yeah we had the whole song going and he came running up and it made some of those kind of like a little bit scary times for us because we didn't know honestly if things were just going to get shut down or what was going to happen. I didn't like,
1: know if we were going to get furloughed. Yeah, there was yeah, or
2: have of- a job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It was just a little more fun. I think we even. I don't know if we did it for Miami, but we talked about playing like the Mil- Will Smith song. Welcome to Miami. Oh, yeah, that
1: day, that day we were jamming. Yeah. <laughs> we were playing music over the PAs. Yeah. I was, love that. There was
2: no one there. So it was like, come on, we can yeah. do what we want it's right It's not now. like the managers were there like to carry either. They were just very nonchalant. Like, you guys, you're doing a good job. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. When you you had 35 minutes to pour two people. So it was like you had all the time in the world. Yeah. But so that was one of my favorite memories of work. Do you guys, Alex, do you have any fun stories or crazy people stories? I mean, that one was definitely a fun one. My coworkers are the best.
1: They helped make like COVID and everything go so much better than we could
0: have ever hoped for. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. What do you think brought your coworkers together more? Elevate or COVID? Oh, that's a good question.
1: I think our particular group COVID had uh, our own little pandemic pool posse. <laughs> <laughs> we did our group did, yeah.
0: Pandemic pool posse. Yeah. <laughs> was that the name of your group chat? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so we would uh, get together. Usually it was like every two weeks or something, yeah. and we would go over to one of our friends' houses and go with, like swim in the pool and that's fabulous. Just hang out and yeah, have
2: drinks and yeah, drink well, and you did stress. until you got pregnant. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. You guys found out I was pregnant before my husband did. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Because well, everyone was <laughs> drinking and they're like, Oh, it's are you drinking? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: you know your husband's gonna be listening to this
1: oh yeah no he knows he's a little salty about it (laughs) but he wanted me to like do something nice for him so i had ordered like this cute thing on amazon and i was waiting for it to get delivered and so i had to wait like 24 hours from when i took the test to tell him and i went to the pool party before it got to our house so
0: (laughs) you weren't gonna have a drink yeah
1: yeah so and then i was drinking the weekend or two weeks before and they were like why aren't you drinking and i'm like well i'm just drinking water it's fine That was a girl's go. Yeah, she's like, "You're pregnant, aren't you?" I'm
2: like, "Uh,
0: (laughs) can't lie." Yeah, I can't lie. I'm a really terrible liar. Yes, (laughs) that's great. I love that.
2: Well, and I think too, we had so much downtime with, at least at work. I think it brought us a lot together because we we were down to twelve hours a week, so it was like two six-hour shifts a week. That was all we were working. Yeah, and when you were there, half the time you were in the break room or more than that, or you were taking walks with your coworkers, just trying to move.
1: We got a lot of steps in. So a lot of
2: gossip was done. A lot <laughs> yeah. of cards were played. Yeah. So you guys really were brought together a little, more, a little more close. I think so. I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. I definitely, with all that downtime, we played a lot of card games. <laughs> we did, yeah. <laughs>
2: Do you feel like it, it brought your work group together? You, a lot of you guys were off. Yeah, so. a lot of a lot of people were off. It was kind of different. No, I don't. We didn't have a pandemic pool party. <laughs> well, it was one thing that was a bummer, and is there was a lot of people who took the early out, uh-huh. the retirement stuff that you didn't really get to celebrate.
0: Oh, that's true.
2: And I feel like being a little bit younger, I wasn't necessarily super close to some of those people, but I feel like some of the older or some of the more senior agents kind of missed being able to celebrate their friends that were leaving and things like that
0: okay so do you guys know kathy olney did she yes did she take the early out she retired. was she the little one uh-huh. yeah That's she, obsessed
2: with penises <laughs> 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 yes. she is okay she is yes. you know i trained She's just her so oh, did she really yeah hilarious she was, and yeah. she was
1: the spunkiest oh, what'd she, she is like funky I think she was like 75, the last birthday that she had at the airport before she retired. And we were like, there's no way. You're not 75. You act like you're 21. Like, what's yeah. going on here?
0: I know. She's a fabulous lady.
1: She's
2: wonderful. I feel like she had like, you you knew instantly that she was America West, though.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: So we're really excited about Chicago coming up. Can't wait to go. be going in March. I can't wait. And a lot of our friends are going to come with us. Yeah, we've had a few people reach out. So excited to hear. DJ Spotter. Tim's going to come. Jet Set, Arizona Tim. Jake's on a plane. And Ty's going to come. Aviate, Ty. Yeah, so very excited to go to Chicago, meet up with a few people, eat some good food. Pizza for sure. I would like a hot dog. We'll see if Sean O'Brien's really got good recommendations or not. We'll see. (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. It it was kind
0: of fun because I informed my husband that we were spending our wedding anniversary in Chicago because our wedding anniversary is March 5th.
2: Oh, really? (laughs) He goes, we're going to Chicago. It's too cold. I go, oh, it's not going to be cold. It's going to be wonderful. Did you do it with like your eyebrows dancing? It's not going to be that cold. (laughs) No, it really will be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll have a good time. Yep.
0: Okay, so now, this has been so fun. I really enjoy it. But we we do leave our listeners with some tips. I thought of one just on my last overnight. I was super excited to get something new. (laughs) So... When I got to Orlando, it was late at night, and we had um, 17 hours in Orlando. So I knew that I would be sleeping in until at least 10 or 11 in the morning. And I didn't want the light coming through, you know, the shade. You, you oh, draw yeah. the blinds, and they're, they there's do have... There's always a crack. There's always a crack, and that crack is <laughs> so buggy. And I, a fly tent tip. Okay, so you know, in the closet, they have hangers, and then they have pants hangers with the little pinchers on them. Oh, yeah. You use the pinchers to close the blinds together. You just ah. hold, you take the okay. yes. clip yeah. Yes, you take the smart. Yep. You take the um, hanger right over there and you just clip the clip them shut. Sometimes you can use two hangers.
2: So if did you do it? Oh yeah. yeah. And you oh, slept till yeah. 3? No, I. Didn't. <laughs> so that's my tip. So this is one that I just learned from Alex was so when you went into quarantine though, you said they shut the mini bars off or they like locked them up?
1: Yeah, because the, the hotel was all-inclusive, so they had like a little um, bar in each room, and the liquor cabinet was locked for quarantiners. So it's really sad. Sad to drink. Nope, no alcohol. No, no, quarantine. Oh. <laughs> but I... Oh, go ahead with your tip. Well, so,
2: so my tip would be like, take your own booze, because in case you get quarantined, you can still have a good time. You yeah. can still have a cocktail. Which yeah.
1: they did have like a bottle of wine in our previous room, so we had packed some alcohol. I didn't. Bu- I didn't go into it, but I did have alcohol in my bag if we were there for a while and for I a was little
0: bit longer. <laughs> <an> emergency,
2: <laughs> emergency alcohol. So red room kind of stuff or what, red rum. What's the the shining here where he goes? Red please? rum, red, red rum, rum. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We had like soda and water and stuff. I mean, we were just chugging water, just trying to get it out of our system, but. We went through a lot of water bottles.
2: (laughs) So that's my tip. Take your own booze to Mexico. Alex,
0: what's your tip?
1: Okay, so my tip for traveling, now that I have a now one-year-old, is to have everything for your baby in one bag. Because I had some friends that flew with us, or they didn't fly with us, but they came to visit us here in Phoenix from Ohio. And they ended up having three different carry-ons and items for the baby were in every carry-on so when they were trying to find stuff they had to go digging through all their bags like Each snacks bag. were in one yeah diapers were in another so have everything that you need for your baby toys diapers snacks in one bag and that you can just slide under the seat that way it's there you don't have to go looking for it on the airplane because you know if it's a full flight you don't have a lot of room to go digging through stuff anyways
2: Oh, that's true <laughs> that's true when so, you got a baby in one arm wiggling. And then you're trying to like get in the overhead bin. I imagine. Yeah. That yeah. would be such and a Especially pain. if you're traveling by yourself with a baby. Having uh, everything
1: yeah. in one area and check, check everything. Don't, don't bring it all to the gate. I mean, I know you want to save money and like do that, but strollers are exempt. Car seats are exempt. Pack and plays are not. So if you have a pack and play and you want to bring that, you're going to have to pay for it. But... Strollers and car seats are exempt. You can gate check them if you want, but you can just check them at the ticket counter. That way, you don't have to drag them all, all over the airport through security, yeah. all that stuff. And then you can just have
2: like your diaper bag and your carry-on. And that's Super tip easier. for sure. Yeah, that's such a good tip. <laughs> good job. Well, yeah, you see them, and they'll have like the carrier and like the stroller, and it's like. Oh, oh yeah, no. Penny. The last time I
1: traveled with her, I wore her. I had a, a carrier that I could wear her in, and it was so much simpler. And that way I could just check the stroller and we didn't have to worry about it. And yeah, you can just wear her through the airport. Then you have the diaper bag and maybe one other carry on of whatever
2: else. And like it's harder to lose her too. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's not walking yet. So I don't have that kind of a worry, but yeah, she, she loves being forward facing so she can see everything. She oh, sure. a lot of FOMO, so she doesn't want to miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a girl. She did not sleep hardly at all on the flight to Cancun and then coming back my husband said she just cried the whole time so i was like well yeah fun. i I got first class coming home it's <laughs> oh, kind of a stinger <laughs> yeah he was a, he was a little salty about that too but
2: <laughs> but i'd be like you know what babe i am pretty much done with getting these benefits like i deserve this exactly last yeah
1: that was like the best way to end a little cherry this yeah, whole, yeah journey
0: with your career a, yeah but it's only a temporary hold i believe
1: exactly <laughs> if, if we we're able to do that in the future where you know i can jump back into this industry i i would go all in in a heartbeat
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just so you know flight attendants are always happy to hold babies okay always to give you a break or if you want to run to the lab or you're searching for something you can just ring your call button and we'll come and hold your baby that's good to yeah. know even the new ones you think i yeah because babies
2: okay. are so cute they are uh-huh.
0: yeah that's true Although, I think even as
2: gate agents, sometimes when you see mom struggling, you go going to be like, I'll just take her. Like, I'll hold her for a minute. Sometimes I have gotten to take a
1: baby down. If it was like a mom traveling with two and like the littlest baby she was struggling with, I was like, I'll take her. I'll, you know, I'll my help partner will keep boarding. I'm going to go down. I'm going to help the mom. <laughs> I'll go
0: hold the baby. Yeah, and after you, you, you are a mom, you do have more empathy. So when they walk on board yeah. and they have all these bags in the baby, I always say, hey, mama, do you need any help? Yeah. And they'll tell you yes or no.
1: I, yeah. I feel like I've definitely helped more moms carry bags down the jetway or like follow them on, to, on board, make sure that they
2: get their bag on board. <laughs> than you ever have. Yes. So you're the agent when they come up and they're like, I need extra time or I, can I pre-board? Oh yeah. I'm you're like, sure. Like, yes. Board whenever oh, you want. I love well, I go, Do you need extra time? That's my question. Yeah. I'm like, board whenever you want. You're fine. Just <laughs> come on up. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I love that. I have a to job, my partner. You were going on first if you needed. <laughs> you guys are the best gate agents. Well, I'm also the gate agent. If there's a family out there and the little kids are fighting and they're loud, I'm like, Mm -hmm. let's invite families to come board now. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are fighting, you probably don't love that because I'm like, get them on the plane. We're pre-boarding this family. Yeah. But when they get on the plane, they
0: get so excited. They
2: stop fighting. Oh, well, I'm sending all those families down. There There you go.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, it's not a downside, but non-revving now that I have a baby is I can't get first class traveling with her
2: until she's six. Oh, we're well aware of that. Oh, well then, yeah. perfect. Yes, yeah, so that's why you got it. So, to come up yeah, early. I got it.
1: I can have a little break, and then when I come back, she'll be at least six, so I can get first class again.
0: <laughs> when I was in Germany with Tyler's wife, she, it was just her and I, and we were speaking, and she goes, "She goes, yeah, Tyler." She goes, "Every time I have a baby, Tyler goes dang 'Dang, six more years, I gotta wait until we can <laughs> be we'll in get first, first class again.' <laughs> yep, yeah,
1: that's funny." Yeah. A mom. Her husband was the employee, and this was like he got hired in October, and this was in like November. So he oh. was a very new employee. Yeah, you go. And mom was traveling with a six, a four, and a two-year-old. Oh man! Flight to Denver was wide open, so I, you know, I got them a whole row so they could spread out, and you know, it's like an hour and a half, maybe two-hour flight, so they could kind of lay down and relax she was mad because she couldn't get first class and I'm like what she's like well isn't there a meal served I'm like no it's like an hour and a half wide to dinner. <laughs> a <meal. laughs> and it was like I'm like really mad that she, and she called her husband in the boarding area they're not letting me sit in first class I'm like the whole back
0: is wide open you have a whole row why are you mad go back to the you have a whole row why are you mad yeah
2: that's so yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember you telling that story. She wanted her
1: and the six-year-old to go sit in first class, and then the two and the four-year-old
0: would be in the back. <laughs> as a flight
1: attendant, I'm like, oh, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. You don't want to hold those babies. <laughs> She's like, well, we want the food. And I'm like, there, there is no food. <laughs> there's no food on our an hour and yeah, and a half. There's like a snack. That's
0: it.
2: <laughs> Leaving a four and two-year-old in the back by themselves.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: They can't even UM by themselves. Like, Well, then she wondered if they could have
0: the food delivered to the back to them
1: since they'd have extra food in first class. (laughs) She, like, would not drop this food thing.
2: (laughs) Wow. Yeah.
0: She
1: was like, well, "Well, can't they just be so nice?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Because you could have written that up.
1: Yeah.
0: I know. We could have, but.
1: Well, and then the kids, like, the two and the four, or the four-year-old and the, I think it was the four and the two-year-old. They were on, like, the leashes, like, the backpack leashes. And they were just, like, so loud and wild in the boarding area. Anyways, and I'm like...
2: (laughs) Yeah, you can't go in first class. That's not going to work. Well, this has been really fun. So thank you for coming over, Alex.
0: Yes, thank you guys for having me. I really enjoyed it. All right. Well, thank you for everyone for listening. Don't forget to like and
2: subscribe.
0: And if you want to leave us a review so we have something to read every week, we would love that. Until next
2: week. Bye.